Yo, yo, check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. This is Wellness Wednesday on The Morning Show. Yes, it is Wellness Wednesday on The Morning Show. And today we're going to be speaking to Dr. Alison Bentley, who is a general practitioner specializing in sleep medicine. Specifically today, we're talking about insomnia, which is a condition that affects many people. But the term is often used indiscriminately to describe any form of sleep disturbances. And that's why our specialist today is going to let us know that there are particular criteria for diagnosing insomnia and different types of sleep insomnia. Joining us on the line, Dr. Allison, welcome to Good Up FM. So good to be able to chat to you today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Oh, uh, let, let me tell you, I know too many people that struggle with insomnia, some that work mm. with me, in fact. So I know how difficult it is to be able to just get through a day if you are struggling to be able to sleep. But let's talk through some of the causes and symptoms of insomnia. Mm. I think you mentioned the, the important thing, and that is, what is insomnia? I mean, is it a specific thing? Does it does it involve everything that's yeah. around sleep? And it has a specific diagnosis um, or like determinants, if that makes sense. So, yes, insomnia definitely is about less sleep than you need, so that you're unable to get the amount of sleep that you need. The most like insomnia has to be a deficit in daytime function, so you have to be compromised the next day. So. You know, I see a number of people who can only get four or five hours of sleep a night, but they're fine the whole day. That never bothers them. They're never tired. They have no problems with concentration. And they kind of go, I have insomnia. And I kind of go, no, you don't, because you're just what we call a naturally short sleeper. So you only need four or five hours. We just all hate you because like, we love to be able to get by on four or five hours True. of sleep. But you're just a naturally short sleeper. I mean, the patient who has insomnia is someone who needs seven hours to feel functional the next day Mm -hmm. and only gets five. And so that sleep debt is carried over into the day. And so during the day, honestly, every moment of the day, they're aware that they're not functioning optimally. And and they don't necessarily feel sleepy during the day. It's unusual for patients with insomnia to feel sleepy. Mm. But they do feel fatigued. Concentration is off. They have an attention deficit. They can't focus. Um, they just feel miserable, basically. And are there different types of insomnia? Well, there are different causes. I mean, it gets tricky because there are causes of insomnia. There are symptoms of insomnia, but then main types. And, and it's important to have these two main types differentiated. There's an acute insomnia, and I think many people have had difficulty sleeping during exams. You know, if there's stress in the family, so if you move house or there's a death in the family, or problems at work, or you get diagnosed with illness, that, that's an acute insomnia. And it's very clear when you have that kind of insomnia. We seem to have lost our doctor. We will try to uh, grab her again and uh, continue this conversation. Very, very important one, though. I mean, if you've ever struggled with insomnia or the inability to be able to get sleep, you know how debilitating that is uh, for you. And, of course, we were talking about it. it. It is a condition that affects so many people. And we are trying to discover who it is most likely to affect, what is the causes, what is the symptoms. And uh, as doctor says, the e- it is easiest to describe insomnia as a reduced quality 
quantity of sleep, but to be uh, in, um, an insomniac means to have the reduction in hours of sleep that causes some kind of problem with daytime function. This could range from poor concentration to memory problems, uh, trouble focusing on tasks that need to be done, and fatigue as well. And uh, there we go. We have our Dr. Allison back. Thank you, Dr. Allison, for being back. No we just apologies. lost you there for a second. Uh, where were we? Yeah. <laughs> we, we were so talking just, through some of the yeah. causes and symptoms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so just that acute insomnia usually has a cause, and people who have insomnia can identify that cause. And that cause can be many things. Pain, you know, the environment, too hot, cold, too noisy, um, medical problems, medications that you may have suffered. Um, depression, anxiety, there's so many things that can actually interfere with sleep at every biological level. Often, but once insomnia has been for a while, I mean a couple of weeks, honestly most patients come and talk to me and they say, I don't know why I can't sleep, like there's no cause, like I, don't, I can't identify anything causing this. And that's often because once you've had insomnia for a little while, you start thinking differently about sleep, i.e. you get much more anxious about your sleep. Um, and you generally do bad behaviors ar- around your sleep. And that, and that involves usually going to bed much earlier or waking up much later. So trying, spending much more time in bed, you know, trying to get more sleep. If you can't fall asleep, lying in bed for hours and hours, trying to go to sleep. And both of those don't work. I mean, we know they don't work. In fact, the treatment for insomnia is not necessarily medication. Mm. Change bad behaviors. So we've always had patients go better. Or wake up earlier. If you can't sleep, don't lie in bed. Out, go and something else. When you again, go back to bed. And all of and those two things on their own will improve sleep often within a week or two. Because that's what I was going to speak to you next about remedies. Mm. How does one remedy the situation? Well, it is important to find out if there's a biological cause for it. So you know, it is important to know, like, are your thyroid hormones normal? Are there any other symptoms that you have which may indicate a medical problem? There's Two big sleep disorders that you have to exclude, so sleep syndrome, that's really an urge to move your legs that happens in the evening, and you kind of have to move your legs, but you're trying to sleep at the same time, so that has to be diagnosed and treated. You have snoring and obstructive sleep apnea, that can also cause insomnia, wake you up in the middle of with a bit of a panic attack, and um, that has to be found and treated. So it is important that you get a proper assessment yeah. and kind of go, what is there that could be causing this? And when you get to the point and you go, there's nothing that's causing this. This is just my head. And the fact that every time it gets close to bedtime, I start to get anxious. Yeah. What people tend to do is go on sleeping tablets at that point, either prescription mm. or over the counter, because it reduces the anxiety. Yeah. And it sedates you and it makes you feel super sleepy and then it's easy to fall asleep. Yeah. I think there are some key things that we can talk about. Like, for example, if you're not sleepy, then don't go to bed. I mean, yeah. I know that sounds super obvious, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but patients will get you know, to sleep, get ten and they go, no, why do you go to bed? Oh, I think that we've lost our doctor there again. Oh, let me tell you, we'll blame load shedding for everything. Uh, what a wonderful chat that we've been having with Dr. Allison, and we will try to get her back next week as we talk about snoring. <laughs> snoring, very, very important. And for those who are on the other side of a snorer, I'm sure you wouldn't want to listen to that conversation as well. Dr. Allison Bentley is a general practitioner specializing in sleep medication. And today we were dealing with insomnia. <laughs> 